the people of sake actually brought me into sake. Back in 1988, this place was actually in Ginza on the main drag. At first it was kind of soy sauce, it was miso. To the point where it actually changed my life. New Year's Day 1989. Uh, not just sake as a beverage, but all the culture and history of Welcome and thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of Sake on Air, the world's very first podcast dedicated entirely to expanding the dialogue surrounding Japan's iconic beverages of sake and shochu. My name is Justin Potts, one of your regular hosts here on the show, and we've got something a little bit different for you this week. In last week's episode, I interviewed Elliot Faber of Sake Central in Hong Kong. If you missed that conversation, I encourage you to hit pause, go back, and please do check that out. We had a very lengthy conversation, some of which wound up on the cutting room floor. There was one topic, however, that after going back, I started thinking that maybe we ought to put it out into the world. Being a newly minted father himself, our conversation shifted to the topic of parenting while working in the drinks business, and more specifically, the sake business. A father to myself, it's something that I think about regularly and live with, and uh, the thoughts and experiences that Ellie and I shared are by no means meant to be advice or suggestions or any sort of rules to live by. I fully recognize that people's relationship with sake and alcoholic drinks in general are uniquely influenced by many factors, uh, that they're nuanced and occasionally sensitive. More than anything, I just felt like our brief conversation addressed something, some an important topic that touches both people working in the drinks industry as well as their families, but it doesn't often get discussed as part of the conversation around drinks all that often. In the case of sake and shochu specifically, we here are clearly on a mission not only to bring these fantastic and inspiring beverages to more people, but to hopefully do it in a way that makes their lives a bit better as a result. As people with families make up a massive part of this global population, maybe taking just a moment to have these kinds of conversations, and then to think about how we can be a beverage category that supports families of all definitions, I think it might be a meaningful path forward for everyone. Anyway, I'm rambling at this point, but if you do have your own thoughts and experiences related to how you've managed drinks and parenting in your own life that you'd be keen to share with us, whether it be sake-specific or otherwise, please do. We'd absolutely love to hear them. But for now, I hope you enjoy this bonus conversation with Elliot Faber. Um, I, I have to ask you just because you you kind you kind of mentioned it. It's something that I think about a lot. Um, you mentioned that nowadays you prefer being a dad. Um, yeah. Um, without you know delving into you know a, bu- a bunch of personal stuff, I'm just curious. Uh. Has becoming a dad, because you mentioned that happened recently. Congratulations, by the way. Thank Another you. Fantastic, note, very noteworthy <laughs> um, a, a achievement um, and, a, and a relatively uh, important role, I, I, would, oh, yeah. I would say. Um, how has or has becoming a dad changed how you look at I guess how sake lives in your life or maybe in 
the worker and the, the I guess the the industry or the the places that you're that you're delivering it to or sharing it with is it sort of change your perspective at all as to how you want to live with sake as 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 a father or someone with a family well first and foremost uh i the first question that i ask any uh anybody associated with sake production is when can i serve amazake to my daughter <laughs> so that's that's the first concern and the first question i've been told around yeah. six to nine months so i'm almost yeah. there yeah you know so <laughs> soon enough i can start feeding uh some amazake to 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 ella my daughter cool. <laughs> uh, but uh but i think the biggest change is the the fact that there's a newfound sense of of sober responsibility um, you know, I come home earlier, I'm drinking less, I still go out and I still drink, yeah. but like, and, and you know, it might also be attributed to just getting a bit older, you know, my 40th birthday is, uh, this year. So it's, it's, you know, we're, we're not kids anymore. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I think that most importantly, it's just about making decisions and just yeah. being confident in what you say and and kind of knowing that what you're doing is the best thing for your family. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, in terms of, of how that relates directly to, to sake and to Japan, um, you know, this is my life path. And mm. I, I know that I want to be involved. We, there's a joke, some friends and I, we, we always joke, you know, like worst comes to worst, we can always, you know, like take a job as a beverage manager in a hotel. And uh, not that that's not a very hard job, you know, it's a very hard job, but sure. meaning that it's, it's a specific set of hours, great benefits, probably yeah. great pay when you're yeah. working, you're working, when you're off, you're off. And then, yeah. and that, that's, that's great. And that's kind yeah. of the fallback, um, yeah. uh, you know, and again, like no disrespect to that position, because it's important sure. and, and we yeah. worked, you know, I worked in many, and, and you need yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. it's definitely not easy, but it's, it's in the sense that, you know, what you're going to do tomorrow. Yeah. And in my life, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I barely know what's happening at 2 p.m., you know, now. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, that's because you have all of these moving parts that you're managing all the time. Mm -hmm. And when you're a father, you you really just, I feel like you put your foot down more because mm -hmm. all I'm thinking about is when I can spend more time with my wife and my daughter sure. together. So sure. um, just creating boundaries and and, you know, not arguing when the answer is no, the answer is no. And, yeah. and that's it. And, yeah. you know, and that might mean, no, I can't do that. Or no, our company's not going to participate in that. Or, yeah. or, you know, no, you know, we used to live in this gray area where this was kind of okay. And we let it slide, but now we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Or just saying, or just saying, yes, yes, we're doing this and we are committed and we're not backpedaling and we're not second guessing. This is our path. This is what we're doing. So I feel like there's a lot more black and white that comes out of being uh, a father because yeah. you have no choice. You need to make a decision. You need to live with it and you need to just get in front of your, your child as fast yeah. as you can. Again. Yeah. yeah, totally. I, totally, I, I totally. love being a dad. It's, it's the, the greatest thing uh, yeah. that's I think ever happened to, to my wife and I, you know, collectively we, we yeah. share so much joy and, and it's definitely not easy but it's so fulfilling and it's, yeah. and it's a type of love and a type of satisfaction and fulfillment that is 
like just it's just new it's just you've never and then to to feel that with somebody else right to like know yeah. that my wife feels the same way yeah um you know like she's also experiencing like this new kind of love it just instills all this different kind of like thought processing and and confidence and not cocky confidence just confidence that like you need to make a call and yeah. you make the choice and you and you live with it and you don't lose sleep over it anymore i, I guess that's yeah. the best way is that like yeah i used to make decisions and and think did i make the right decision even whether it was going good or bad like yeah. you know now i make a choice and that choice is gone like yeah. it's done and yeah. now what's in the back of my head is my child yeah instead of like wondering if yeah. i if i did it right or not yeah you know? yeah yeah i don't know if that explains it no but... no totally totally, totally. <laughs> no there, it's okay there wasn't a right there wasn't a right or wrong <laughs> that question I, I was just just curious because i think it's yeah i mean it's something that probably one i think a lot of people just in the just probably the drinks business you know take on in a very different way as well oh yeah for but sure also just and i guess yeah me personally too I've i've got two young girls at home and just being in sake i mean we in, in a certain sense where we've you know i mean you know we've both committed ourselves to the the drinks business i guess you could call mm -hmm. it in broad terms but we've also committed ourselves to sake specifically mm -hmm. pretty much yeah. and so i'd like to uh, I, I don't know i don't i don't have the answer to it but you know the the fact is that you know that's something that is um then going to become a part of you know our family's life as well too you know and so i'm slowly moving oh, her in while you're continuing your thoughts there she is oh man it's you, uncle justin made her more adorable <laughs> it's oh, all my wife man. <laughs> the, the contribution in, in, in there was oh yeah i don't know she has hair hopefully <laughs> just on her head yeah right. adorable yeah. amazing amazing but i mean yeah man because it's yeah i just yeah I, we, I feel so lucky to be able to be you know in involved in in sake specifically not just drinks but sake specifically and then the fact yeah. that like, that's gonna be something that is gonna play a role in you know in, in your oh yeah the relationship with alcohol like, you know yeah it's so different than like what it was with my parents yeah you know yeah, so yeah. so the way i mean i don't know what it's gonna be like or how we're gonna navigate it but i just know that like my relationship with with alcohol is a totally different thing you know and and alcohol like like drinking wasn't allowed because it was illegal full stop growing up in in small town canada right sure. that was that was it so it didn't matter like where the alcohol came from it was more about rebellion of like i want to drink because i'm not allowed to drink yeah and yeah. so you know we would go and you know i had this hair on my face since i was like 14 <laughs> so i i was able to go it was called delta liquor uh yeah. shout out delta liquor on 14th street you know like or 17th avenue wherever it was but like we were able to go there and we were i was able to get alcohol at a For really young beverages. age you know yeah. <laughs> but 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 people that i'm friends with now at, when they were 14 they were at the dinner table drinking wine sure you know with their parents you know sure. and you know did we both have experiences where we got fucked up at a young age and, and hung over uh, regardless of whether or not we were allowed to drink at the dinner table. That's almost irrelevant. It's more yeah. like one, one set of, you know, and I love my parents has nothing to do with their, their parenting, but one set of parents, uh, you know, says, come and have a seat, have a glass of wine with your steak. 
at the at the dinner table and the other set of parents says it's illegal you can't do that um and i guess the approach that i'm excited to have is like you know taste this and this is how they made it this is what they had to do you know to did you know that it took like you know basically two months to make what's in your glass today i mean that's just production let alone the growing of the of the rice and the and you know and the, the you know like so that's like it's, like, it's just so exciting to, sure. to be able to share that knowledge, I think, as, right. as a craft and, and, and not as anything else. Yeah. Right. And I mean, to be so close to that, to have that be so tangible for someone yeah. like yourself, you know, whereas it's maybe distant for someone who's enjoying something delicious at a bar, you, you actually have yeah. access to that, you know, and so to be able to, yeah. to share that. And so it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I keep going back to, yeah, I don't know what the answer is, but I kind of personally, I keep going back often just to the idea of, you know, we're always looking for ways to spread and share sake. Um, mm-hmm. However, there are a lot of people, you know, in similar situations as you and I, who are, you know, in, in and around 40, who have families, mm-hmm. who have a deep relationship with this you know, maybe, maybe there's other ways that we can bring this. There's obviously, uh, there's a big push toward non-alcohol, low alcohol and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, or, or abstinence of alcohol. And I certainly wouldn't, you know, look down on anybody who makes that decision or or goes that path. That's certainly an option, but then what does it look like to live with sake is, you know, well, we can start by putting them to work, you know, right. We go, (laughs) (laughs) let's get, let's get in the rice fields and, and, you know, and, we don't need to work around the heavy machinery, but like yeah. go in the Koji Muro for a minute, sure. go in the Koji room and feel the warmth and the smells. And, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm these, these sake makers have kids and, you know, I don't often see kids running around the brewery and it's probably because of discipline and sanitary reasons. But uh, at the same time, I mean, like, I'm sure when, when people aren't around, the kids are, are running around and like, I don't know. I personally would love to take Ella to a brewery and let her just yeah. hear the sounds and smell the smells and see the totally. the colors and the steam and the lights of the machinery. And it's, sure. it's so cool. And then, you know, and later like she'll drink it and she'll, she'll understand why it tastes this way. And, you know, I think that's, um, you know, alcohol is a really great example, but it's not the only example. And you could say sure. the same for, <clears throat> for, you know, for, for meat or marijuana, it's, yeah. it's kind of like understanding what goes into something makes it so much more special and just helps you connect yeah. with it a bit better, I guess. Totally. I mean, it's got, in a way, it's maybe the closer to home version is growing up in a, in a, in a place where there's cooking at home, you know, or something, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, just being around associating smells and having that just mm-hmm. be a given, you know, sort of scenario where there's discussion as to what, what ingredients are, are, are being used and what, yeah. what's being made and stuff like that. So I don't know. Sorry. I took us off on a bit of a tangent again, but I, it's, a, no, it's, it's, it's a, great chatting about this stuff. Yeah. Right? It's, it's real. It's real stuff. It is. It is. And I think, yeah. there, I don't know. I just keep thinking there's, there's room to, to further explore that and what that means, you know, Definitely. cause I think it, it's relevant to so many people in such a really personal way. And I don't know, it was, you know, of course you got to, it's it's good to get placement at a you know at a at a fancy bar or at a you know or, or whatever have mm-hmm. you know a, a younger demographic you know putting stuff on on Instagram or whatever but at the same time there's a yeah. very significant real population that that would you know 
love to you know find ways to to live with you know something like this yeah you know? and so it's i don't know that's me sort of i agree thinking out loud and so that will do it for one more episode of sake on air if you have any questions for us you can reach out to us at questions at sake on air.com or get in touch with us uh, by searching for us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The show is brought to you uh, with the fantastic support of the Japan Sake and Shochu Makers Association, and more often than not, broadcast from the Japan Sake and Shochu Information Center located in the heart of Tokyo. We'll be back in just a couple of weeks with a brand new episode of Sake on Air, so please do stay tuned and come by.